Welcome, 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 and good evening. Uh, we are here, the Sci-Fi Queens. How are you guys doing? Um, this is our show where we explore all the female characters in science fiction, whether that's TV, movies, books, art. If it's out there, we will explore it. Um, and if you're new to our channel, welcome. And we ask that you hit that subscribe button and that notification yes. bell so that you always know when we're on, which is every other Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And tonight we have Navia. And Hello. Annie is on her way uh, <laughs> in a little bit. So uh, definitely. Um, Are you surprised I'm here, Annie, or Nita? No, I'm excited <laughs> that you're here. <laughs> I decided I decided to grace all of you with my presence. You should be honored. Oh, thank you, thank you. My queen of chaos. That's right, that's right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. Tonight we have the Ask the Queens. It's the show where you get to ask us the questions you have for us, whether it's about our segments, like Navia's segment, which is the female scientist segment or when annie comes on you can ask her about her annie's book recommendation segment mm -hmm. and uh let's you know get to know each other you can ask me about my tiaras about my cosplays <laughs> you can ask you can ask us the curious the curious questions you have okay so navia let's start tell me how you're feeling about this ask the queen's night I'm so excited, but I feel a little vulnerable. I don't know what kind of questions you're gonna ask me. To be fair, Nina did send me the list beforehand and I was like, no, 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 no. I am gonna just go out there and I'm just gonna, it's gonna be a surprise to me. Do I regret it? I don't know, we'll find out. <laughs> well, those are the questions I thought that we might be asked. But remember, sure. the questions are coming from those watching. Oh, that's um, true. Oh. So we don't really know what's going to be asked of us. Yeah. We do have tonight our good friend, Sarah. How Yay. are you, Sarah? How are you doing tonight? Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank um, you. Yes, uh, we were not on last uh, in our, uh, like, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, we did a, a reposting of an old uh the show uh because we kind of had to revamp our um yeah. episodes that we had already created um uh, set up and and created uh with the team mm -hmm. so that it could be strike friendly um as we do support yeah. the sci-fi queens does support um all unions um mm -hmm. and uh their rights um yeah. so we just kind of needed that time to revamp those shows you know um yeah, so, so Nina and i haven't talked in like a month <laughs> <laughs> That is so we, we only talk on podcasts. Yes, I only talk to her on podcasts because <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> oh, we have our good friend Joe to be seen. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. How are you? <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, Annie is on her way, as you guys know. She is saving lives, quite literally, um, in the emergency room. Uh, so she will hop on as soon as she gets home. Uh, sometimes when uh, when um, Annie doesn't hop on, it's because her job has taken yeah. her um, a lot of her time, and she's not able to, not because she does not want to be here. Uh, she definitely loves sharing books with you guys and sharing all of the new content that she reads. She reads a lot. I thought I was a reader. Oh, no, this girl is the reader of yeah. readers, okay? Um, so definitely. Um, uh, so Sarah has our first question. <laughs> That's an easy one, Sarah. Sarah? <laughs> That's like mind bodily. I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> How are I you? Don't know. I I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh -huh. I'm very excited. I today was the last day of my training and my new job. Um oh, wow. so yeah, it was like a month. 
Oh God! Training, and oh, it's because they have so many systems that you really have to have all that time to learn them. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be back on on the podcast. Yeah, to people about science fiction. How about you, Navia? How are you? I'm so excited. It feels weird not to have done the show two weeks ago. So I'm just like, oh, this is like, okay, we're back, we're back, and it's so exciting, and I'm just super ready. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think that um, Sarah's next question is deep, and you okay. you you going first, girl? Am I going first? What is this? What's your first intro to sci-fi? Ooh, okay, talk to me. Uh, mine's a Star Wars. So I went over to a family friend's house. Um, it's funny, like my parents were the first kids among their friends group, or the first people to, among their friends group to have kids. And so we, my brother and I were like spoiled. And so like all these adults just wanted to introduce us to stuff that they really, really enjoyed. And Star Wars was introduced to us. And I don't know if I got it at first. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I don't remember which episode it was. I just remember, oh, wow, this is so cool. Like people are fighting. There's like laser light sword things, like a weird robot. <laughs> so, Everyone yeah. loves a robot. Everyone loves to row, especially at kids. I really like, I think it was R2D2. I was just like, yes, that's my friend. That's me. Um, so Star Wars was my first introduction to sci-fi. Really? Yeah. Wow. I actually am surprised. I did not know you were going to say Star Wars. Yeah, it was It was before the new three. So like the original three, four, five, six. One of those was the first introduction to Star Wars for me. Wow. For yeah. me, um, it was Star Trek. Okay. Um, yeah, for me, it was Star Trek. Uh and I don't know how much time between the first time I saw Star Trek and the first time I saw Star Wars was. Uh-huh. Um, but I did fall in love with Chewbacca. I am a proud, <laughs> I will proudly say I love Chewbacca. Okay. Um, yeah. You're, you're he, among he was, nerds. <laughs> That's I, fine. That's such a fine I, thing to I, say. I thought he was so awesome. Like nobody understood him. Nobody uh-huh. knew what he was saying. Aww. You know, and, and years later I found out I was reading something about Star Wars and they said how the noise that he makes uh-huh. was put in later. They will okay. record yeah. him, they will record the actor saying the actual lines in order to oh. give the actor that they were playing against mm. kind of something to feed on. So if he was grunting, you know, oh, look, they're coming. He was actually saying that. And then the grunting was, ah. he would do the grunting later and it was put in over that. That's why Han understand him. Here we thought Han actually understood Chewbacca. No, Chewbacka was just speaking English the whole exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, yep, yep. Sarah said it. He is, she goes. I saw the video of that with Peter saying oh. actual lines. It, it, I saw it, so it was so strange. Oh, but, I bet. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad that when I did see Star Wars for the first mm-hmm. time, that was not information that was public because I think it would have oh, taken yeah. away from the mystery of science fiction. And I right. think that that's something that we have. Um, gotten away from because there's so Mm -hmm. much information that's accessible which is great yeah but at the same time it kind of takes away from that magic of you know of uh having um the fantasy of how do they do this yeah like the first time i saw star trek the motion picture i said wow that was like look at the space yeah. shuttle you know when yeah. they're in the little space shuttle yeah. and they're going to the enterprise and i forgot it was the biggest thing since you know white bread so i was like wow yeah and you don't really know the details um no. and i love that movie magic yeah you know i love the surprise of that oh sarah's intro to science fiction Ooh. The original Terminator. Now that's different. Yeah. I I love the Terminator um uh-huh. series. Uh but that's definitely different. You know? I um I think I've seen Terminator. I don't think like I've ever sat down and watched it fully, but I've seen like parts of it. 
Yeah. Well, we have a question here. I guess someone uh, joining us on Facebook, it doesn't have your name. It just says Facebook user. And you go, ask them what? <laughs> ask them what about what? Yeah. Okay. So tonight's show is Ask the Queens. And mm -hmm. you get to ask us uh, the questions <coughs> about us, about our show, about our segment. Um, you know, like uh, Sarah started with asking us about our introduction to science fiction, you know, things like that. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know who Facebook user is because <laughs> Facebook doesn't let them show the name. Oh, boo. So, oh, boo, Either. Facebook. Ask us some other questions from your list. Oh. Your magical <laughs> list. Let's go to your I, list. No. No, those are the questions that, um, oh, Jack, how are you? Welcome Jack. to our show. That is Facebook user. Okay, hi Jack. <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, yeah, I love the Terminator movies. Like I was saying, have you seen all the Terminator movies, um, Navia? I'm not even sure. Like I've seen bits and pieces. I used to catch a lot of movies. Uh, so I grew up watching a lot, a lot of movies on like TNT and like scrolling through the channel. So whatever came up, I would watch. And we didn't have a TiVo or like any recording device for a very long time. So whenever you started watching is how you watch the movies. And that's how I watched a lot of movies. That's how I actually started watching Star Trek and everything. So um, I've seen bits and pieces of a lot of movies. I haven't seen a lot of whole movies. <laughs> Yes, because if you didn't have a DVR yeah. or or a VCR, yeah, you you couldn't go back to see it. And you no. know, once it started, mm -hmm. it started. And yeah. it wasn't like we had smart TVs. It yeah. definitely did not restart a, a show for mm -hmm. you. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but definitely. So, Navia, talk to me about your segment. Let's uh, start giving people a little bit of uh, yeah. a yeah, juice. You know, a little bit of something to chew on. Um, talk to me about your segment. What encouraged you to start? Navia has a segment, and it's called A Real Female Scientist uh, and the influence that they have in our world today because we do speak of female sci-fi, but these are real scientists. So talk to me about your segment. So I've always wanted to be in the sciences, but I never, I just like it just for whatever reason, that's not where my life path led me. And so I thought, how can I help the science community in a different way? That's something I've always wanted to do. Um, and when Nita brought the show over to me, I was like, I got it. I know exactly what we can do it. I know how we can contribute to science as well, because I think all of us want to contribute some way to the betterment of society. Um, and so I, told her about this segment. She absolutely loved it. And it's been really fun because originally when I thought about it, I, I don't know what concept, I didn't have the concept that it is now. I just thought, oh, I'll just tell them, oh, hey, this is a woman scientist and be done with it. But now through research and everything, I'm learning so much. And I think the segment has grown and I'm like, now I'm figuring out exactly what I want to present and how to present it. And and what kind of women scientists there are out in the world. I think that's a really fun thing about this segment. I'm getting to learn about different women and all the contribution. And also, it's really funny learning about these women, how many names we don't know. We just don't know. <laughs> like um, All of the women that we've covered so far, I think we've had six. I, I've known two, but that's because they're very, very famous. The rest of them, I had no idea. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I think that um, definitely Jay, um, May Jameson was someone that, yeah. you know, we all kind of knew. Um, and uh, it, and, and names like that, we kind of know and we're like, yeah, okay, awesome. But it's it's when you start to really learn about their lives that it really gives yeah. you, you know, that wow factor and how much influence we have. Um, yeah. I, Sarah has a question for you. Uh, says, Navia, have you met in person any women of science? I mean, I, I think like no one famous but we've all had always had science teachers or professors who were scientists you know i think i think we've all met them but no one famous in person i don't think i've met it'd be very cool i don't know who i'd want to meet now that i think who, about it like who, who would, would you I my meet? question is who would you want to meet i think remember the um the the lady that we covered i think the two episodes ago she was the one that was the artist 
and she had that yes. like, beautiful Instagram page, and she was a neuroscientist. I'm forgetting mm -hmm. her name. I'm terrible with names. I she's, the one with the, she's the one with the extremely long yes. Yes. name, and she has the the um Instagram the, handle, the, a long yes. last name. Yes. Last <laughs> yes. Yeah, her. I think she'd be very cool. She's a neuroscientist. She's so young too. So um, and then like she's doing all these interesting art pieces um, as well as educating people about science. I'd love to meet her. Oh, Amanda yes. Buddha something, I think. Yes, her That's first name is Amanda. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She's amazing. I mean, and, and that's that's what I love about the segment that it really highlights these young women contributing yeah. um, to real science that actually yeah. affect our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, um, yeah. It's so cool to learn about the, how many different sciences there are. Um, I mean, like you, you like, I think you kind of understand that there's a lot of sciences, but you don't know exactly how much you, there are until you start researching. You're like, oh, this is a science. Oh, that's a science. Oh, that's a science. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are so many areas in science and so many areas that we are contributing, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and it's true what you say, we all have met scientists. Yeah. We've all have had science teachers, right? Yeah. And and there are, that's a type of scientist, yes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, one science teacher became an astronaut. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a very sad what, yeah. thing that happened to the, to, to, to the rocket, but... But still, she was just a teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, she was just your average, everyday teacher who, yeah. you know, was a science teacher. And that was, to me, an amazing thing that, mm -hmm. you know, she was able to accomplish that, you know? Yeah. And it would yeah. have been great had it been a successful flight. But these are the risks that they take when they get in those things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, exactly. they are sitting on some serious yeah. Um, explosive devices when they go yes. out into space. Yeah. That's why we don't really understand because it's not something that's a part of our lives. Yeah. You know? Now, who has been your favorite scientist to have learned about during this segment of yours? Hmm. I think today, and you'll find out why. She's very cool. But really? Today, so that's, yeah, she's very cool. I've She's also, she's like, she was born in 1992 and she's just doing amazing things. She's so young. I'm just like, um, earlier this week, remember how Jason and I were like talking about yes. how these women are so young and we're so jealous. <laughs> that is, that is, yeah. she is amazing. When we get to her segment, yeah. you guys are going to love this new scientist that she has researched, you know, and, um, and again, if you guys have a real female scientist that you want uh Navia to look at just put it in the comments after the show because if you put it in here now it disappears <laughs> we'll <forget>. it disappears <laughs> that's the thing uh, if you put it in the comments we can go back and do that research and add it to the list <laughs> um and and we definitely do you know um we definitely do go back and look up those recommendations that are out there question for you nita uh -huh. what kind of impact do you hope this show makes on the world i think we have the ability to change the world <laughs> oh yes or at least change minds yes yes you know um i don't know if the world but i'm okay <laughs> the universe ain't big <laughs> i hope that people become more aware of the influence that women have had in science fiction, whether that is through art or through um, comic book mm -hmm. or books or movies, TV, any of these areas. It, it is important for us as women to support other women um, and to really just bring to light the good things that women are doing. And this is a fandom that is very, very close to me, near and dear to my heart. I love science fiction, um, always have. Mm -hmm. And um, I really would like to see, you know, like to let people know about these strong women that have influence 
science fiction, you know, and maybe influence the writing, the caliber of writing in female scientists, because I think that that's really important, um, that mm -hmm. we really improve on the caliber of writing female characters in science fiction, you know, um, because I think for a long time, science fiction was viewed as a boy's thing, you know, yeah. and even though females characters have always existed in science fiction mm -hmm. they haven't really been given i think the credit that they have no. and science fiction in general hasn't had the credit that it, it really deserves mm -hmm. science fiction has influenced real science yeah in this world how many nasa scientists did say that their influence came yeah. from science fiction Uhura specifically, like so many. Yes, Uhura has an actual foundation yeah. that opened yeah. doors for men and women, yeah, um, uh, to get into NASA. Yeah, um, that is a woman who's an actress. She was an actress in a mm -hmm. sci-fi show. Yeah, a show she actually almost quit. Yes. And yeah, she almost quit and Martin Luther King encouraged her yeah. to stay on. Mm -hmm. And he was a sign, he was a Trekkie. He yeah. left Star Trek because of her. And yeah. she stayed on because of his advice. And she was able to do this now for others. And her legacy continues, although she has passed, which is beautiful. Right. Um, and uh I, I saw some pictures online that um, of uh, Star Trek Las Vegas where they mm -hmm. did an entire wall honoring her. Wow, okay. Yes, an entire wall, like just of her pictures and, and her influence in NASA and her foundation. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really beautiful. Yeah, agreed. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, definitely. You know, and what do you hope to achieve with your segment? I just want to educate people about the women scientists out there, because I think uh, we we know the names of so many men scientists. Like you could probably name like <laughs> 10 right now, you know, Einstein. Yeah. Oppenheimer. Like, yeah. Oppenheimer. That's a popular one right now. Um, but how many women scientists can you name? I sadly had one Marie Curie. And I was like, that's it. That's my woman of science. <laughs> like, yes. I, I hope like we learn about more women science and also I hope you guys will go out and support some of these women that you learn about or their charities or their foundations or, you know, or their message, spread the message that they're trying to, you know, spread around the world, so, bring awareness to their cause. Any of that would be great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> it, it is so important uh, for us to support uh, these women in science um, and in science fiction, you know, yeah. um, because yeah. I think that it's it's it really does make a difference. Yeah, I think support any science initiative, period, because right now we need it. <laughs> we need we, the more of us that can get behind science, the better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I yeah. think that um, that is 100 percent accurate, 100 percent accurate, you know, um, and I think that it's so important for us to, um, you know, care about science. Science is yeah. all around us, whether we understand yeah. it or not, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether we see it or not, <laughs> it's yeah. all around us um, from the very beginning of time, yeah. you know? Uh, so I think it's important that we, um, we just kind of, you know, give back and bring awareness, mm -hmm. you know? Um, Sarah says, I just learned about Hedy Lamar this week. Oh, I think she was the one, was she the one where they took her DNA and then they used that for I uh, think that's the one, yeah. 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 Yeah, we, ha we will do her. She's very amazing. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think that, you know, that's another thing. It's not just the women doing the science, but also the women um, that have contributed in science in yeah. other ways. Yeah, sacrifice them for science. <laughs> Apparently yeah. a lot of, uh, oh, no, that's not her. Okay. Okay, so uh, she's an actress and an inventor. Okay, okay. excellent. 
Ah, look who's here. United is here. <laughs> yes, hello, United. Uh, OMG, how did I miss it? Oh, I you know, have an alarm. You you have to have a personal I alarm called Sci-Fi Queens. <laughs> well, we're disappointed in you, but you can make it up to us next week or the week That's after. Right. That's right. You can make it up by asking yeah. your question to us. What do you <laughs> want to know, uh, United Federation of Planners, or as we um, uh, endearly call you, UFP? Uh, what What do you want to know? Oh, for us. What is your question? You can make it up by asking your question to us. <laughs> I think now, now they're he's now they're nervous. <laughs> yeah, now I put them on the spot. Yeah, uh, I put them on the spot. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, okay. Yeah, so Hedy uh, Hedy Lamar was the actress and a physicist. Okay, I think the person we're thinking about is Henny Henny Henrietta Locks or something. Yes, something like yes, that. Yes. Yeah, Henrietta. Henry, yes. Henrietta. And I'm, and I'm forgetting Henry. her last name, but we'll do both. Both women yeah. are amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, especially since the one that we're trying to figure out her last name. Yeah. Uh, you know, her contribution, her unknowing contribution to science has come up with developments for cancer research, uh, medications, treatments, like yeah. so many different things. There are probably things that we do in our lives, uh, medically speaking, that have come from her research, from the mm -hmm. research they did on her. Yeah. Uh, Sarah has an excellent question. Who do you want to meet? Actress, woman of science, author. Ooh, you go first. Okay. Go first, so Daria. There's this author named Tamara Pierce. She wrote a whole bunch. She's like, she's such a prolific author because she wrote a whole bunch of teen fantasy books. And I love fantasy. I cannot tell you. You give me a good fantasy book, I'm here for it. And she had like seven or eight different series for teen girls. And I think from like middle school, I mean, all the way through college, I still read like her latest ones, even though they're for teens because they're absolutely amazing. Her name is Tamara Pierce. If you love fantasy, please check her out. Um, she's a wonderful author, and I really, really want to meet her. Um, and uh, a woman of science? A woman of or science. An act, or an actress? Ooh, let's do... Ooh, good questions. Actress. Who would I want to meet? I don't know. There's so many actresses I would want to meet. I definitely would love... Okay. I would love to go back in time and be able to meet Uhura. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I don't know that I have the ability to travel through time. <laughs> <laughs> not yet be positive <laughs> maybe 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 um but i would actually love love to meet um uh the actress who plays olivia dunham oh yeah um yes um and she is one of my favorite sci-fi characters she is so strong and powerful and she's just so well balanced you know yeah uh, not afraid of her feelings and emotions, no. but not afraid to kick your butt if she has to. Um, and not afraid of science. Totally yeah. unafraid of science. Um, I love her as an actress. I've seen yeah. her quite a few things. Um, Anna Torv is her name. Okay. And uh, I've seen her in quite a few things. Um, Mindhunter uh, mm -hmm. and another Australian. Uh, sure, I can't think of the name. A few things. She's really okay. excellent. She actually was also on The Last of Us for a couple of episodes. So okay. amazing. Yeah, so amazing. Um, as far as a woman of science, you know, I'm going to keep it real simple. There is someone, uh, an actual female scientist on TikTok. Her name is Alex. Um, and uh, I would love to one day meet her. She's actually getting her PhD um, in the UK. Oh, and wow. she talks about uh, science fiction and real science. And she tells you what's real science in, in let's say, Star Trek or Star Wars or, you know, in different fandoms. Oh, wow. And what is actually achievable and what's not. Um, and she explains why. And she really is so smart, but she does not make you feel like she's talking down mm -hmm. to you. And there are not many people in the world who I think 
I would allow to talk down to me. But that <laughs> woman is so smart that she probably could, and yeah. I'd probably be okay with it. She is so smart. I would love to meet her in person. Um, he's super, super busy. I'm trying to get her actually on our show. Um, and so hopefully, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Um, as far as an author, well, we're going to meet an author next in two oh, yeah. weeks. Uh, Karen Odin will be on our show. Uh, so we'll have the privilege to talk about her and writing female characters and science fiction and all her cosplays. And she's just this amazing down to earth. Uh, I believe she's got three novels. One of them is going to come out in September. There, It's up for pre-order. So, you know, check it out. Um, and I'm actually got the audio books of two of them. And oh, wow. they're really good. Um, okay. I like them. I like them. And I'm not really big on audiobooks, but I really am enjoying uh, the person reading her book. It's, it's mm -hmm. really good. Um, so that is someone that I would love to meet, um, uh, not yeah. just here on a podcast, but in person. We have another uh, question here. Right. Uh, ooh, from our buddy. Okay, the pressure's <laughs> on. How does it feel being on a podcast? Is it scary? Because you are natural. Aww. Flattery will get you nowhere, my friend. Uh, <laughs> she speaks for herself. Flattery gets you everywhere with me, baby. <laughs> so you go first now. Um, you know, I think I was nervous at the very beginning, but Nita does a very good job of making people feel comfortable. And I think we have such a good back and forth where it doesn't feel like I'm talking to people on the internet. Like, hopefully one day what I say does not come back to haunt me, but... Um, I think thanks to Nita, I feel very comfortable and I, I don't feel nervous oh. at all. Oh, well, thank you. Um, for me, yeah, I was nervous. Um, uh, I mean, I have been on Captain's Squadron for a, mm -hmm. a few times, so I wasn't nervous in the sense of I don't know what to expect. Um, but when you're doing a new show and you're doing the showrunner and you're learning about podcasting, because I kind of had to learn as I went. Um, yeah. And great tutelage with Jace and Joe. Mm -hmm. um, they were, you know, amazing. And Jace is extremely patient. Um, and, uh, you know, they he's been wonderful, um, mm -hmm. you know, in getting, making me feel like I got this, you know? Um, but yeah, I think that when you have a good partnership with the people that you're doing your podcast with, it should feel like you're talking, uh, yeah. having just kind of like a conversation at home as opposed exactly. to um, having a conversation with lots of people you don't know, which is technically what a podcast is, right? <laughs> yeah. And just like anything yeah. else, it takes practice. Like you're not going to be good on day one, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah. on day 100, you'll definitely see an improvement. You might not oh, be yeah. like a top podcaster, but you'll definitely be improvements from day one. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and uh, do you feel, Navia, that your expectation um, in podcasting um, has been realized? Or are you feeling like not quite where I want to be as a podcaster? Like, I mean, like, I'm going to like a little... It's been that dream of mine to be on a podcast since I was a little girl. I grew up watching radio or listening to radio shows. And so I was just like, and when Nita invited me to be on those podcasts, I was like, oh my God. Like, so just to be on the podcast, this gets so cool, so corny. It's such an honor. <laughs> so I, I've like reached my dream. I'm good. <laughs> Can I just tell the story? When I called her, I said, oh, here, I get sent her tech. I said, you know, give me a call. I wanted to talk yeah. to you. I have a question for you. And what can I call you? So I called and I said, "Listen, um, I'm uh, we have we're starting a new podcast, um, and I was wondering, yes, that was not <laughs> she didn't even let me finish. And I'm like, don't you want to know? No, yes, no, I'm okay. in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I had a spiel prepared. <laughs> you know, like once you trust people." It's easy to just sign up for stuff, right? Like that's the thing. Like, Nina, like I know Nina's never gonna ask me to like jump off a bridge with her. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like her request would probably have been like very reasonable. So I was like, yes, let's do it. Whatever you want. 
And what better thing to do than to talk about something that you're passionate yeah. about? Because yeah. you see, this is the thing about those of us who are sci-fi fanatics or fans. Um, we don't do things halfway. <laughs> we're all in or we're not. It, 100%. Okay? Yeah. Um, you know, and when I, it's like when I started doing cosplays. You know, I started with being so afraid to even purchase one uniform because, you know, oh, what if it doesn't fit? Oh, what if the yeah. And then I said to myself, does it really matter? Yeah. It does any of the questions and fears that I have yeah. really matter? Uh, just get it, try it on, and just kind of go with it, right? Yeah. And, you know, and... Um, 20 uniforms later, right? Yeah. And uh, 40 hours later. <laughs> Nina's been watching for tiaras. Nina, I love my tiaras. <laughs> oh, this is my BFF. I know oh. this woman for 30 plus years. Wow. She is not allowed to give secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Miranda. And she has a question for us. How did you decide what to talk about and what was what's more important? You know, when Jace came to me, our producer Jace came to me with the idea of a all-female podcast. Mm -hmm. Um and uh you know my brain automatically goes Star Trek. Right, yeah. But I'm like, but Jace, you, you got a cat squadron, can't do a Star yeah. Trek show, but you know, he goes, no. But what about science fiction? About female characters, science fiction it was actually Jace's idea. Um, he came, he he brought that up to me, and I said, that would be amazing. Yes, that is like absolutely. You get a bunch of sci-fi nerds in a room. You are coming up with some ideas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, we had to kind of break it down. Okay. Well, well do we want to just do one type of science fiction genre? Mm -hmm. Or do we want to open ourselves up and be open to science fiction in all genres? Because we've got science fiction in comic books, which that yeah. show is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got science fiction in movies in TV, in books, mm -hmm. in art, okay? Um, science fiction is literally in every area um, that you can think of. Yeah. Um, even, I think, music. Um, yeah. Oh, okay? that's an interesting show idea. I wouldn't, I didn't even think about that, Nita. I'm There's writing that down. out there that are kind of science fiction-y, right? Yeah. Um, <gasps> and I, yeah. I love this idea. <laughs> And I think that that's, uh, you know, and when I spoke to Navi about it and we really got into a real serious conversation after the, the whole high-pitched screaming of, yes! <laughs> um, you know, she immediately jumped in and said, how about a segment about this? We could put this in our show, right? We didn't know the word segment then. We yeah. were still learning the language. <laughs> but she was like, what if we did this? We introduced a real female scientist every week and honored her and I'm like <laughs> that works for me you're yeah. you're doing it right <laughs> and then she laughed that um evil laugh that says yeah, I guess so. really I guess I'm doing it um but yeah uh that's uh you know and um we knew Annie was a big reader mm-hmm um, and I was trying to think of something to include Annie on um, that didn't take too much of her time because, um, you know, Annie literally is an in, ER in nurse um, and she does not makes a lot of sacrifices to be on our yeah. show. Uh, so we do appreciate her. Um, yes. uh, but there are times when, and you know, the ER is what it is, right? If anybody's ever been to an ER, it can be very chaotic. Um, and you just don't know. You can't always clock out at five o'clock, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, uh, Jace actually came up and he goes, what about, because I was talking to Jace about it, I said, I don't know. I want her, 
to have a segment of her own. What do mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything? He says, "What about books?" She's yeah. a big reader. Jace is the brains behind <laughs> Spectrum Santorum. Okay, yeah. um, and and the thing with Jace is he always lets us kind of, you know. Um, grow and let us do our thing you know he'll always give us feedback and constructive um criticism and and help us to mold uh our show into a good quality but he we have an amazing support system you know not just in jace but on all the other um showrunners as well you know um we've learned i've personally learned from them um and uh one of the best uh uh, if you guys haven't seen Off the Shelf, it's one of our podcasts on Spectrum. It, it, Rick does the best intros, okay, when he is starting. So I literally stole his. <laughs> I literally sat here, watched his, and wrote word for word what he said. Right. And then recreated it to fit our show because I, yeah. he was he was the model of that. And I feel like, you know, we can learn from each other and grow with each other. And because our shows are so different, there's not that competitiveness, you know? But Nina, um, how do we decide which topics to talk about? Ah, it's called a meeting. Um, <laughs> I do, I, I have, we have a meeting every few months. Yeah. Um, and uh, we actually have, uh, what is it called the note on on our um yeah like yeah like the notes app on iphone we have the android yeah. version yeah we have the note um app and all three of us have access and we all kind of put ideas in there so when mm-hmm. our meeting comes we go back to that and we go okay which ideas can we actually do because sometimes we have ideas yeah that don't really work out because after no. we talk about them we're like oh yeah but this is not gonna work <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sarah's <laughs> laughing at us because we said yeah. the word meetings. Yeah, Sarah. I know it looks like we just come on here and goof around, but there's actual structure to this show. Sarah's actual listen, I take minutes. So much work. Yeah. I take yeah. minutes to my own meeting. Yes. Okay. And then I send them out to them. Okay. Yeah. And with the dates. This date we're doing yeah. this show and we're having this guest, or you know, we're gonna invite this guest and da da da. We yeah. we break it down and we send it to Jace and he creates all of these wonderful um you know thumbnails that you see. Yeah. Uh let me show you um uh, this week's They're that so beautiful thumbnail, yeah. that's all Jace's creation yeah. right there. You know, um, but we're going to take a little bit of a break, uh, go into a commercial, and then we're going to come back with Navia's segment. But you keep, guys keep coming with your questions. Absolutely. Um, definitely come back with your questions. She grew up in the city of Vera. She has a MSc in conservation biology from the Durrell Institute of Conservation and Ecology from the University of Kent. Um, she now works for the Gorongos National Park in Mozambique. And um, a few facts about this national park. It's actually 4,000 square kilometers or 1,544 square miles. 
Um, it's in Mozambique and it's perhaps the greatest wildlife uh, re restoration story. In 2008, the government of Mozambique and the Carr Foundation formed the Gorongos Project, <clears throat> excuse me, um, a 20 year public private partnership for joint management of the park and for human development communities around the park. So what happens is this national park actually sits in the middle of the country. And so there's human encampments or like villages all around. Um, and on the in, in June of 2018, the government of Mozambique actually signed an extension um, management agreement with Gorongos National Park for another 25 years. So um, a little backstory about why this park was actually created. Uh, Mozambique actually went through a 15 year civil war, which decimated both human and animal life. Um, over one, one million people died and the Gorongos elephant population was slaughtered for food or um, ivy to support the war, uh, or ivory, sorry, to support the war. Um, the number of elephants in 1972 were 2,500, and a decade later, it was only 300. So um, that's why they decided we got to start a national park. Um, Dominique joined the Gorongos um, Elephant Eco Ecology Project as a fellow, and a couple years later, she started managing it because she was absolutely amazing, uh, or is absolutely amazing. This initiative investigates elephant movement and range expansion in relation to habitat use and human and elephant conflicts. Um, due to the fact that humans live around the park, there's a ton of human and elephant conflict. Um, what happens is sometimes, um, depending on the time of year, resources will decline. And this will bring elephants and humans into conflict. Hungry elephants will sometimes go into farmlands of humans and they'll start eating and also probably destroying a lot of the um, farms along the way when they go try to find food. Um, and the, obviously the humans get upset because this is their livelihood and this is how they make money. And they pay for important stuff like education and healthcare. So um, Dominique and her crew kind of study this and try to keep the elephants and humans at peace so no one gets hurt. Um, when asked about her work, she said, coexistence takes time. It takes people to understand, and it also takes elephant to understand. I think the biggest thing that connects me with elephants is their empathy and their sense of place and family. It's very strong. They do anything to protect their family, especially the matriarchs and the females. They feel for the ones that are not here anymore, and they're able to forgive and maybe forget. It may take time, but they're able to do that. Even when humans have done so many terrible things to them, they're capable of restarting and reconnecting. And this thing, and that's the thing that's very special about them. And I absolutely love that quote. <laughs> like You can tell how passionate she is about saving these elephants and her work. Um, on top of all of that, she's an advocate for girls' education. A big problem in Mozambique is early marriages for girls. Uh, families just don't have the resources to take care of their daughters, so they'll just marry them off. Um, through the Gorengos Parks Girls Club, um, she's able to provide 50 villages in the area with education for the girls so they can go on to find better opportunities. Because um, marriage for children is never the uh, answer to anything. In 2008, she uh, became a fellow for National Geographic. And then in 2019, she was featured in the National Geographic Women of Impact. And as if that's not enough, she's currently a PhD candidate in biodiversity management. And uh, she doesn't have any social media, but if you want to support her and her cause, you can always donate to the Gorongos Parks Girls Club. She is amazing. And you know what? The elephants are amazing. Yeah. Um, it, it, they, if an elephant dies, when elephants go traveling and they walk the same walk, um, they can always have water and know where to eat. So they kind of keep the same path. Yeah. Past that path, that area where that elephant that they knew passed, they stop and they all start to kind of do kind of a song. And and they, they kind of move the dirt around and sort of like in a remembrance of yeah. that elephant that passed. Um, they're very connected to each other. Absolutely. They're such amazing animals. And I'm I'm glad people are looking out for them, especially yeah. Dominique. Yep. Sarah has an interesting question. Uh-oh. If you could have anyone on your show, living or not, who would it be and why? Nav. 
Major Major Barrett. It's Majel, right? That's how you oh, say it. Oh, Majel. Yes, yeah. Majel Barrett. I mean, come on. She was in TOS, Star Trek movies, and Next Gen. And her voice is the computer for all the, I think, the original Star Trek series, the, like the five. I don't know if she's still the voice. Is she still the voice for Discovery? I don't know if she's the voice for Discovery, but she was not the voice, I think, in the original series. Just in TOS. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And, and wasn't she also um, the voice in, like, Voyager and her Yeah, in Voyager. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think... I think it'd be very cool if maybe we can like meet her in the heavens and be like, what do you think? What do you think about your impact of start in Star Trek? What do you like? How does it feel to be the computer or like the voice of the computer? Like her yes. legacy gone. Oh, she was also in DS9, forgot that too. I <laughs> think for, for me, as much as I would love to have, have that conversation with her, yeah. um if if I had to choose someone who's passed away, it would be Uhura. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone living, uh, you know, you know, it's gotta be Anna Torf. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Anna Torf from Fringe. That's my girl. I'm trying to think who I would want that's living. Uh, like, ah, uh, oh, Donna from Doctor Who. Catherine Tate. Oh my, oh my yes. god, I yes. feel like we could laugh for hours. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, Irina has an uh, interesting question. I would love okay. us to explore this. Have you thought oh. about doing a field trip to see how these movies and shows are made? You know, it's so interesting that you say, you ask that question because the three of us have talked about, because we've never physically met. No. Okay, we are in three different states. Yeah three different time zones okay um but we have talked about a meetup right um and that will be an interesting thing to consider as to what to do in that meetup is maybe go to a studio and get like a tour right and see how these things are made um yeah, yeah. That would be interesting. Or like go to the National Natural History Museum in New York, or like there's a science museum too, isn't there? I'm sure we could hit that up. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. several. Absolutely, absolutely. Or Star Trek like uh, filming locations would be so much fun. Yeah, I guess it happens in LA though. I think most of them are in LA, right? I yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Now, uh, are you F? Buddy has a great question. Who is your favorite character of all time in track? You know, Ooh. I feel like throughout my life I've said different things. And is this the one thing that stresses me about stresses me out about doing content online? Because in like 10 years, people are gonna be like, well, Navia's a hypocrite. First she said this and now she said that, and then she said this. So like my mind is always changing. So be prepared. My my favorite always changes. Um, but currently. I think my favorite character, I think it's Beverly Crusher because of Picard. I mean, she was such a badass this season. Um, that's the Bev we deserved and we got it. Yes. Okay. Do you know what? I know I've said Hoover a thousand times and she will <laughs> always be in my heart forever, right? Um, but if I had to pick a current favorite character in Trek, this is going to blow your minds. Lieutenant uh, Ortega, Melissa oh, Navia. Oh, yes. This girl is the deal. Like, yes. she is just an incredible character, just an incredible actress. Um, yeah. I absolutely love her. I absolutely love um, uh, Lieutenant um, uh, Sunni Noon. Um, oh, yeah. She is multi talented. Okay, she's got an album out. She sings beautifully. Um, she's just a terrific actress. Um, she's just a dancer. She's she is the triple threat, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are like amazing women that if we had the privilege to interview, um, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, we would Tandy. definitely have them here. Uh, uh, Mariner, Tandy Newsom, is that Tandy News? What's her oh name? Oh my god, is she awesome? Yeah. Oh my god. If you guys like don't, you need to watch her interviews. If the, the actress who plays Mariner is ever doing an interview, you need to watch it because those interviews are so entertaining. Yes. 
she is so energetic and she brings in such a delight when she interviews you know she kind of takes over it's like you can just be sitting back and be like like but in a good way you know yes yeah absolutely in a good way very positive way um you know uh it's it it definitely is, you know, I would love to me now, um, it, it, one of the female characters I would love to me um, from D Space Nine oh. would uh, be, um, it's one of my favorite Star Trek's is D Space Nine, um, uh, you know, Captain Cisco back here. I would love to meet him, but he's not a girl and he's this not- is a girl show, right? <laughs> so we're gonna keep it girl, you know? Um, uh, is, you know, um, I, I absolutely love the character that, um, oh, her name just slipped my mind. Hey, when that happens. Kira? Um, Kira, yes. Kira. Okay. She is amazing. You know what? Yeah. It was the first time in science fiction. I grew up in a very religious background. So, you know, in an upbringing and, 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 yeah. and it's still very much a part of who I am. Um, and it was the first time in Star Trek that you ever saw religion yeah. and space travel together. Like most of the planets that had space travel yeah. had no, no real concept of religion anymore. But this yeah. is a people who had achieved far greater achievements yeah. than even the Federation had. And yet they managed to keep their faith and they were open yeah. about it. I, I, and they I, had I, no fear about it. I love how uncomfortable it made Starfleet. That was probably my favorite. Yes. These things that was like, oh, religion. Oh, like the, the Starfleet. Yes. Like, religion. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Iraida. She's killing it. Look at this question. If you were given a chance to appear oh, in a oh. sci-fi show or movie, which would it be and who would you play? Girl, I, I would want to be a Klingon. Come on now. Absolutely, Star Trek, a Klingon, yeah. no doubt about it. Any Star Trek, uh, I Even, mean, my yeah, what about yeah, you? Talk yeah. to me. Uh, first of all, you'd be an amazing Klingon, I can totally see that. I feel like you'd just be downing that blood wine and just enjoying Klingon company <laughs> and just taking people's heads off. You're annoying me, pal. <laughs> yeah, off with your head. Nina's really a sweet person, she would never. <laughs> I just wear the crown. Yeah, that's right. Uh, for me, it is Stargate. I because Stargate takes place in present day, um, and it's just kind of like a military base. But they get to go like off world to different locations. Yes, I do like that. So it's such a cool concept. And to this day, like I, I wish the Stargate system was real because it's so cool. I would just too. I would love to visit like different dimensions. Yeah different places and see what's yeah. going on and you just have to uh, walk through a gate like you know? i love this question Uh-oh. if you had your own ship what uh-huh. would you name it and what would it be the registry number <laughs> well i have my own ship because in oh, my mind does. i have my own ship okay i would my listen uh i am a cosplayer and i love to create my own cosplays my own um it's just my own imagination, not just duplicate what I see. Um, I like to be influenced by what I see yeah. right in science fiction. But I have it. I'm the captain of what? The USS Caliente. Yeah. And you know what our mission is? To take party where party hasn't gone to. <laughs> Who's my first officer? Navia. Me, that's right. We party. Yeah. That's all we do. We party. We take yeah. we take Bollywood. We take the salsa. We take whatever party. And we just take it to the next planet. <sighs> um, I would be really selfish and just call USS Navia because I feel like there needs to be a ship named after me. I think I am an amazing person and one day I will make history in a good way. So I should have a ship named after me. So thank you. Absolutely. If I <laughs> We'll make sure that happens. <laughs> Ding. You have a ship. The USS Navia. That's right. That's right. 
Yes. I can see it being a science vessel. A vessel. No, um, no, no, we're, we're cooler than that. <laughs> I want a full on battleship. I want, I want it to be decked out with everything. Mm-mm-mm. Too funny. <laughs> Too funny. Um, but definitely, uh, um, <clears throat> so, uh, it's cutting that time. Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> um, our third host was not able to join us, but she will be here um, on our next uh, show, which is August 25th, which we will be talking about sci-fi in books and Ooh. writing female characters. And we will be talking with author and cosplayer, Karen Nordine. And if you don't know who that is, because the name escapes you, you do know Jazzercise Loki. Yeah. That is who she is on her um, social medias. Uh, she's on TikTok, Instagram, as Jazzercise Loki. Um, and she has great content and fantastic books. And we're going to talk more about it next on the 25th of August at 8 p.m. Um, but definitely, uh, just wanted to note we have merch. Ooh, we have merch. Yes, we got the shirts. Yeah. We got the cup. Uh, we got we got day bags. We got beach wear. We've got it. Check it out. But we thank you guys for being here with us tonight. And yes. good night. Good night, everyone. Check out SpectrumSanctorum.net for all of our podcast merch. We have an entire merch store ready to give you all the things that you loved about our podcast. And get notified on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and our Spectrum Sanctorum merch store. Follow us today and be sure to hit that bell when you're watching our YouTube videos so you can be notified of when a new episode releases.